Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to your favorite podcast, As Told by Keish. Um, On this episode, we are going to be discussing a missing person um, that is a child. Um, This one is going to be a little tough for me because I am an advocate for children. I absolutely love children, and I feel like this missing persons case, there were so many red flags and things could have been avoided, um, but I feel like the system failed her, and so did her family. And I, when I say family, I'm going to say her mother. Um, everything that I'm going to discuss is alleged. I got all my information from online, so none of this information... Um, It's all information that you can actually look up. So go ahead and grab your water, your tea, your coffee, um, and let's talk about it. So we're going to talk about the case of eight-year-old African-American female, Relisha Rudd. Um, She went missing in Washington, D.C. in, I'm going to say, February, March 2014 um the last time she was actually seen was March the 1st but she was missing before then um but she went missing from a homeless shelter um and like I said there are just so many red flags in this case um and so many things that should have been investigated way before it got to the point in which um it did to where she ended up missing so Relisha, um, I think that's how you say her name, Relisha. Relisha, um, I might say it both ways, just depends on how fast I talk, but Relisha, um, she lived in the shelter with her mother and her siblings, which I believe were three brothers, but I'm not positive. I know she had two brothers at least, but in all the articles I've read, it says three siblings. It doesn't really say if the the gender of the siblings, which is fine. Um, but she was last seen with the janitor who was 51-year-old Khalil Tatum. Um, he worked at the shelter, and her mother had allowed her to spend time with him. Um, but let me give you a little bit of background on Mr. Tatum. Um, he was a former felon which does not mean that he couldn't have been a good person because, you know, sometimes we get caught up in in some shit that, you know, our younger selves did and, you know, we get older and we change. But he was a former felon with a history of larceny, breaking and entering, and burglary. And he spent a combined total of 17 years in jail. Um, he shouldn't have been working at, a, at, at the shelter with vulnerable people much less a city-run shelter slash program. Um, It was said that he was friends with people in the shelter, which was actually against the shelter policy, Um, but the people he would befriend would be mainly young girls. Um, And again, he shouldn't have been allowed to work in a shelter, um, much less a city-run shelter. Um, So we got that out the way. So keep that in mind about Mr. Tatum while I tell the story. Um, So anywho, um, while he worked at the shelter, um, Valicia was allowed to spend time with him 
He would give her gifts. I think at one point he gifted her a tablet. First of all, I want to start right there. First of all, that's inappropriate. Um, he is not related to her. He should not be gifting her anything. As a mother, that should have threw up a red flag of why does this grown, 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 grown man have a fixation? Or why is he gifting my child gifts? Like, it would be different if he was doing it for all the siblings. But in nowhere did I read that he was gifting all the siblings something. It was just he had this fixation on this one child who was a eight-year-old child so as a mother that would have threw up a red flag um but i'm going to get into her mother um miss shamika young and a few um she was definitely different but anyway um so apparently tatum um he was posing as a doctor and that's really how he get he got Relisha's family's trust. Um, Relisha was allowed to go home with him sometimes. Um, and I'm assuming, just trying to play devil's advocate, but I'm assuming because he was married that that helped with the family or, you know, her mother trusting him. Um, I'm going to assume that. I don't really know because it's never kind of been said or whatever. What really made her trust him enough to allow her eight-year-old child to be going home with him and spending time with him that's just weird as hell and i i just can't understand it so valicia was last seen on march the 1st in 2014 in a northeast dc um, motel with tatum but it would be weeks before officials would know she was gone or when she would be reported missing um she actually wasn't reported for 18 days um she wasn't reported missing for 18 days after being seen at the at the motel by her school so she was last seen on march the 1st she was reported missing around the 18th or the 19th of march by her school and that's only because she had missed so many days now mind you even after she was reported missing there was no amber alert for her None and nowhere did I ever see that there ever was an Amber Alert issued for her. Um, but anywho, so when investigators questioned um, Tatum, and before they even started to investigate the disappearance, he was apparently posing as a doctor, like I said before, and telling city officials that... Um, he was treating Relisha for a neurological disorder and that she was undergoing treatment and that was, that was the reason why she was missing school. Um, so, of course, they asked to see paperwork and that, that's when he said that the paperwork was at the shelter. Um, but, of course, when officials went to the shelter nine days later, Tatum or Alicia could be found. Now, this is the issue I have with that. As investigators, y'all couldn't put his information into the system and see if he was really a doctor. What type of questions did y'all ask? Did y'all ask, okay, where do you work? Um, you know, what facility are you treating her at? 
Like, what questions did y'all ask? Because even with paperwork, the, the did y'all were y'all trying to wait until y'all had the paperwork to investigate him, or or what? And then it took nine days for y'all to go get the paperwork. Like, I'm just this whole case frustrates me so bad because so much. I mean, like I said before, there are so many red flags that that were ignored, I feel like. Because there was no way that this should have ever happened. Never happened. I mean, I'm trying to figure out at the shelter, is there like a roll call policy? I've never been inside of a shelter. I don't know too much about how shelters work, to be honest. But... I'm assuming there has to be some type of policy where you got to be in at night and all this. But then again, it could also be a thing where you're not responsible for people who are not in. And her mother could have told Shelter, like, if they were keeping track of the kids that were with the parents, her mother could have told them that she was staying with, you know, a family friend or relative or something. Because I highly doubt she would have told them that she, he was, I mean, she was staying with Tatum. Because that would have caused him to lose his job. And then it would have been a whole nother issue. And she might not have been able to see her daughter. But anywho, that's just, I'm just disgusted. But anywho, so after that nine days, that was when a missing persons report was filed. And this is this is what makes me so mad about this case too. At no point did Shamika Young file a missing report, a missing persons report for her daughter. At no point. And if you watch any videos with her in them, she seems she seems so unbothered. And I'm not. I don't want to base how I would feel off of, you know, how she would feel. Everybody deals with their emotions differently. I get that. It's understandable. But everything about her is just off. And again, like I said, I'm going to get into that later. Um, But anywho, after the missing person report was filed, the police did search the shelter. And you got to understand the shelter had a underground tunnel um, or a network of underground tunnels. And they they found absolutely nothing. Um, And... (sighs) I mean, I just don't understand how this baby was missing. Like, her mother didn't report her missing. Oh, I just, I don't know. This this, is making me emotional, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. It's making me emotional and it's making me angry because all of this could have been prevented. Every last bit of it. But anywho, so... Let me go back a little bit. So on March 1st, which was the very last time that Alicia was ever seen alive uh, or ever seen at all, there's security footage that shows Tatum and her walking hand in hand down the hall into a, into a, into a hotel room. So I've seen the footage. It doesn't look like they're walking hand in hand. It looks like he's carrying a bag, she's carrying a bag, and she looks, she's like, she's a child, she doesn't look 
in distress. She doesn't look scared. If anything, she looks curious. Um, and same for him. He he just looks like, if you see it, you would think it was like a father and daughter or a father and granddaughter. It doesn't, it does not look suspicious at all. Um, like I said, she's carrying a bag. He's carrying a bag. She's dressed for the weather. Um, it doesn't look suspicious. But I don't know. Just knowing everything I know now, of course, it would look suspicious. But me personally, anytime I see children, and I hate to be like this, but anytime I see children with somebody who doesn't look like they belong to them, or it just looks weird to me, I like I question it. Like, are they okay? Or just people in general, like, are they okay? Like, should I say something? Should I, you know, but at the, it's, I, I don't know, it's a, it's a catch-22 situation, but anywho, let me go, go, get back to what I was saying. So, the last time that Alicia was seen, um, ever again, alive, was March 1st, and there's, like I said, security footage that shows them walking down a halted, a room, hall in a hotel room, and Tatum left later he left that room but without Alicia and she was never seen again um now after that I'm I'm assuming when he left that room though um Tatum went he there's also security footage of him going into a store I'm assuming like a Home Depot type store I can't remember exactly what type of store it is but he brought a shovel um some lime and like some contractor sized trash bags i want to say i read 42 gallon trash bags i believe and then supposedly he's been a significant amount of time at dc's kenilworth park around the same time that relisha went missing but there's been nobody or evidence that has turned up at the park um now shortly after relisha was reported missing tatum's wife andrea was found fatally shot in a Prince George's County motel. So the thing about that is, when they don't say too much about Tatum's wife, like were they living out of a motel, um, or were they in a, just in a motel? Were they in a separate motel from where he was taking Relisha? Because it, 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 I did read somewhere where him and Relisha was at two different motels. But it never really mentions the wife. Um, but it does mention that she was found deceased of a gunshot wound to her head in a D.C. motel. Or, excuse me, a Prince George's County motel. And if you've ever been to the D.C. Maryland area, I actually used to live in Maryland. But if you've ever been there, Prince George's County is right there beside D.C. They're right there together. Um, but anywho... So, at that point, that's when an arrest warrant was issued for Tatum for his wife's murder. But he was later found in Kenilworth Park, dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound on April 1st. So, I want to say that was right around the same time his wife was found, like within a couple days. Um, Like I said, everything about this whole situation frustrates me because it could have been prevented. As a mother, why would you allow your child, your female child, to spend time with a grown man 
even if he does seem like, um, you know, grandpa or whatever. That's still weird to me. And I would never, I wouldn't even allow my son to spend time with him because he's not family. Like, that doesn't make sense. Why, why would you do that? Um, and kids are so naive and so, you know, blind to the world that I'm sure Relisha didn't understand that, you know, he's not family and he could be a, he could be a danger to her. Now, stuff like this throws up a red flag for me also because he could have been touching her inappropriately. He could have been making, you know, he just, I just feel like it was something going on. But I feel like he waited until he got her mother's trust and started being able to take her away from the shelter before he really started, like, whatever he was doing. If he was doing anything. I don't know if he was doing anything. I'm just going off of what I think personally. Um, This is my personal opinion. None of this um, is... Well, what I'm saying from my personal opinion has been nothing that I found on the internet. Um, It's just my personal opinion as far as if he was doing anything to her. And I feel like he was. He seemed like a pedophile to me. Because why would you befriend a child? A nine-year-old child or an eight-year-old child, excuse me. Like, I don't understand that. But anywho, um, so sadly, Relisha's body has never been found. Um, And this is really the only information we got. The only person that would have been considered a suspect because they just started investigating the case, like, the day that he shot himself or, like, the day before. So the only... um, person who would have been a suspect killed himself the only part only person who might would have known something other than the person who was a suspect was found murdered in a hotel room because I really believe that he killed his wife because she knew something but I also believe that um the wife it could have been a thing like where they knew that time was running out, so they both decided, okay, this is what we're going to do because I know they're going to question me, and then you're going to be next on the list. But it, I don't I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that type of situation because he shot her in the head, and then he, shot, he didn't even shoot himself in the motel. He went to the park and shot himself there, which why would you go to the park, a public place, which was, yeah, I don't know. This whole case just has me disgusted and some more stuff so um about in 2016 which was two years after Relisha Relisha disappeared um Mayor Morrell Bowser he announced the closure of the shelter which I was reading up on the shelter and apparently it was just inhabitable anyway um there was it had black mold it had um it was overcrowded, I think. I forget how many people it said it was supposed to hold, but it there was at times it had a thousand people. And I feel like I seen somewhere it was like six hundred and seventy maybe, which don't quote me because I feel like that's what the number I saw, but I don't think that's correct. But it, it did mention that it was overcrowded, it had roaches, um 
it's just inhabitable um and it should have been closed before then anyway but i mean i don't know i feel like what type of policies did the shelters have um in order to um what's the word i'm using in order to ensure somewhat ensure the safety of the residents I just don't understand why it took so long for people to notice that Alicia was missing. I just don't understand what was going through her mom's mind to allow a total stranger that you met at the shelter to befriend your daughter and to take her, you know, off, I'm going to say campus, but off campus and, you know, because you don't know what was going on. And he worked at the shelter as a janitor. It's no way you thought he was a fucking doctor. No way that you thought he was a doctor. When was he at his doctor job? That's what I want to know. Like, what made you think that he was a doctor? Because if he's a shelter, excuse me, if he's a janitor at the shelter, not saying that he couldn't be a janitor and a doctor, but if he's a janitor at the shelter and he's spending time with your daughter, at at what point was he doing his doctor duties? Yeah, makes no sense. But then, um, I also seen where Shamika, um, was on the Steve Boko show. And, okay, so I left this part out, but she was with, um, she was with a guy named Antonio. He was not Relisha's father, but he did take on the role as being her father. They actually lived in the shelter together. So, when Relisha went missing, he was working, and it was a shock to him because he's like, uh, What? Um, so on the Steve Buko show, they had since broken up, but on the Steve Buko show, <coughs> excuse me, the, um, he took a lot of detective tests and so did Shamika's mother, Melissa. They both were asked questions like, did you have anything to do with the release's disappearance? Um, have you ever neglected her or abused her or something to that effect? They both said no. And they both passed. Whereas Shamika has a history of child neglect. And she also refused to take the, the law detector test. Now one thing you got to know about the Steve Wilco show. Is sometimes with the law detector test. They are not administered by actual um, polygraph experts. They are administered by people who work on the show. I didn't know this until I read that um, while I was doing my research. And I, I honestly, I don't even know how true that is. But I, like I said, everything I'm saying is alleged and can be found online in articles. But anywho, Felicia, um, excuse me, um, Shamika did not take a lie detector test. Then she has never taken one. She has never been named a suspect. Um, she claims she is working with the police still to this day. Um, and, you know, hoping that her daughter is found. But I'm going to give you my consensus on it. I really feel like, I don't feel like, I know a lot of people feel like Shamika had something to do with Relisha's disappearance. I don't think she had anything to do with it. I think she was neglectful and bad parenting, parenting was involved. And that's what caused the disappearance of her daughter. But I also feel like um, there might have been something going on with her. Because when I see videos and pictures of her, um, 
I just see, um, and I don't want to judge her, but I feel like I see that she's not, um, hmm, she doesn't understand, like, she understands the true depth, like, that her daughter's missing, um, nobody knows where her daughter is, but I don't think she really understands her, her role in the disappearance, if that even makes sense. I don't think she feels like she done anything wrong. Like, everything she done, she felt like she might have did it to help or protect her daughter. And she's not fully understanding that, damn, I'm the reason why my child is missing. You know, if that makes sense. But I don't want to blame her. Like I said, everybody, everybody does things different. Everybody copes differently. And just from what I've seen, that's what it looks like. But I could be totally wrong. She just might be one of those people that cope a little differently and does not show her feelings easily. I don't know. But anywho, um, again, I just feel like all this was 100% preventable. Um, as far as where is Relisha at, I do believe that she is deceased. I do believe that the last time she was seen in that motel room was when he killed her. As to why he would have done that, that's to be determined. That's, But I really think that he was messing with that little girl. And she was going to tell it. Um, and apparently he killed his wife because she was, she was saying that she was going to get a divorce. So I think along with her saying she was going to get a divorce, I do believe that she knew something about what he might have been doing to Alicia. It's just it's so many missing pieces of the puzzle that it's hard to determine what happened to Relisha. But we can speculate all day long. And as far as me speculating, I feel like the last time she was seen, she died. She was killed. He killed her. How he killed her, I'm not sure. Uh, Because even though that was the last time she was seen, like, walking into the motel room, like, how did he carry her out like a suitcase a trash bag like what did he do i feel like i seen somewhere where he carried her out or he care he was carrying a big trash bag or whatever but i can't i can't hold truth to that because I, I don't remember i just remember at the beginning like when this case first came out in 2014 i remember seeing something like that i think but i don't know like i said i could be wrong um but yeah so um what do you guys think? Do you think that Alicia is somewhere out there? Do you think that she is deceased? Do you think if you think she's deceased, do you think that on that day that she was last seen, that's when she was murdered? Um why do you think if you think she was murdered, why do you think that might have been? Like it's just so much. Um but there is a $50,000 reward for information uh, on her disappearance. Um, it doesn't necessarily say that she has to be alive or anything like that. Um, but just if you have information and there is a number you can call, I saw this number, but I've also saw plenty of other numbers. So I don't know if this is an active number because this number came from an article from 2021, which was last year, but you know, these type of numbers and stuff update all the time. But the number I have is 
727-927-9099. And again, that's for any information you may have um, about the disappearance of Early Sherrod. You can find so many news articles online. I'm sure there's probably a Facebook page. Um, so do your research and then come back and tell me what do you think. What do you think happened to Relisha Rudd? Um, I just, again, I just get so emotional when it comes to kids because they don't ask to be here. And we've all been children. So we've all been vulnerable or, you know, or been at an age where, you know, we don't know any better. Um, And that's why the adults in our lives are supposed to protect us. But I feel like Relisha was not protected. And I feel like nobody, um, nobody took the time and the care that it should have taken in order to protect her to prevent this from happening. And baby girl, if you are out there, which I don't think you are, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. And your case has been one of the cases that have always puzzled me and made me so angry because I feel like so much went wrong. So many red flags from every angle. But again, just do your research on this case. You can find plenty of articles if you just put her name in. And come back and tell me what you think. Give me some feedback. Let's discuss it. But um, that's going to end this episode. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to As Told by Keish. You guys have a great day. Mm-hmm.